morning everybody friday friday beers baby never too early to start um valentine's day finally it's february the 14th friday for all you lovers out there enjoy yourselves have a good night today uh coming at you Got kind of a full slate a little bit here. Uh, may not hit everything. Um, I got a, got a list of topics that kind of want to touch on um, going back and forth. Uh, so let's just get started here with the tip drill. Send a big, 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 big congratulations. Devin Booker, all-star. Should have been there in the first place. Dame Lillard. Gives you a spot. Promoted you. Didn't need it, but he did. Congratulations. It is deserved and earned. Congrats, Devin Booker. All-star. All right. Let's get to the meat of this chicken here. Uh, getting started. Um... All-star break, not a lot of action, but kind of a good time to recap a little bit. Um, some of the things that I've seen last week or so, um, first thing that's really stood out to me is uh, Mr. Williamson, Zion Williamson. Um, I think it's very fair to say that myself and probably a handful of others extremely underestimated what he is capable of on the basketball court at this stage in his career. Um, Ten games in to his career, and he looks very much like the real deal. If he plays all season, probably rookie of the year, no questions. I think that goes to Ja based on uh, full resume, but besides the point, Zion is looking like the real deal. Obviously, shooting will be a problem for him, probably for the rest of his career, but at this point in time, he's been able to be extremely productive, um, doing the things that he normally does, um, I think we, I underestimated for sure a little bit uh, the uh, what having other talented guys around you will do in terms of spacing on the floor. The Pelicans got a good roster. Um, not really in playoff contention this year, but there's definitely a lot of, of potential there with Ingram, Ball, uh, Drew if he stays next year. Uh, heart. I mean, they got they got a good good little team there, um, and the way that they play really suits Zion. He's been able to flourish of late. Um, so, just wanted to to give him a little kudos. I think um, another bright young star in the league, and I think he's going to exceed a lot of people's expectations, a lot of people's realistic expectations. Right, um, so keep it up, young fella. Um, 
next topic we got for you this morning, this Friday morning, give you a little juice here. Um, just to recap uh, real quick on the Lakers. Um, big win the other night in Denver, double OT. I think my favorite part of that game was seeing Caruso play the last few minutes uh, minutes of crunch time in the fourth and then all of overtime. <clears throat> I know Vogel came out and said he's a secret weapon, this and that, but um, I think Caruso makes uh, an immediate impact. I think um, that's going to be a guy that we see in those lineups and those situations in more important games and playoffs, regular season, um, I think because of the lack of moves the Lakers have made so far, trade trade deadline, um, buyout market, that whole deal, um, which is another fiasco, um, I think a little bit more is going to be put on the shoulders of guys like Caruso. Don't know if Kuzma can handle it. Um, Dwight, probably. Both those guys stepped up. Dwight had 14 and 11 um, in that win at Denver, who's second in the West. Um, I think a lot lot more are going to be on those guys' shoulders. Um, And good to see that they can come through, execute, finish, play well under those circumstances when they're needed. Um, Because at the end of the day, no matter how good, AD and LeBron are um, going to need other guys to step up, right? And we know Kuzma's inconsistent. Rondo's got nothing. KCP's inconsistent. Um, you know, Avery Bradley, you're going to get his defensive effort, but offensively, you don't really know. But good to see Caruso and Dwight step up when they needed, right? Um, Looking forward ahead for the Lakers. Um, haven't really taken a look at their schedule, but they got four game lead over four or five game lead over the Nuggets, um, and then there's even a bigger gap by a game or two between the Clippers and the Lakers. Um, so Lakers pretty much look like they're in in control of their own destiny. Um, to use that phrase as we approach March Madness. Um, So, uh, Lakers look pretty good. Obviously, have to stay healthy. Um, but I think they've put themselves in a good position to to really move through the playoffs. Um, now, just quickly to touch on the Clippers. Paul George gets hurt yesterday, groin. Sounds like it's pretty serious. Uh, Doc Rivers is concerned when a coach comes out and says he's concerned. <laughs> Not necessarily the greatest news. Um, and I think he's a big part of what they do. Uh, Clippers have had a kind of a tough uh, last few games, losing at Philly, losing in double overtime at Boston. Um, but I think the way that team's made up when it comes down to a playoff series, you're going to get a, a little bit more motivated, different Clippers team. Uh, obviously, Paul George adds another element to that. If he's seriously hurt, who knows? Um, But, you know, Kawhi's there. So um, if you're a Clippers fan, you're probably still feeling pretty good. Um, 
Now the issue is um, if Paul George is hurt, it's pretty significant. If it's a, it's a significant injury and misses a good chunk of time, um, what does that mean for the Clippers? And even more so, what does that mean for the Lakers? So, assuming that he does miss, um, I don't expect the Clippers, based on their team, to drop too many games. Now, I think they're, they'll do some games with Kawhi sitting, things of that nature, um, load management, all that. Um, but they're already the three seed, so they were to drop a few games. What, where does that put them in relation to playoff seeding? And if they drop a little bit further, does that mean we get a Lakers-Clippers matchup, say, in the Western Conference semifinals? Um, I don't think the Clippers... I mean, I, I wouldn't expect the Clippers to drop to the fifth seed. Um, but, again, depending on the Paul George injury, could seriously be a four seed. <clears throat> Which means the Lakers and Clippers, if they were to both advance from the first round, um, would play each other in that semifinal situation there. Um, so I don't know that that's ideal for Lakers fans. I know I'm not too excited about that possibility. Again, an extreme hypothetical, but something that we need to fucking worry about. This guy's acting like a fool and flips me off. Jackass. Learn how to drive, you dick. No one breaking. Anyways, um, sorry, commercial interruption. Um, so, uh, interesting to watch that development. Um, obviously, All-Star break comes at a great time for them. Heal up, get some rest, things of that nature. So, um touched on it briefly in a comment there March Madness uh, watch San Diego State play a couple nights ago when they clinched the Mountain West um, first time I'd really watched them um, and New Mexico gave them good run in the first half kind of everything that you would expect um, a team to give San Diego State give them their best shot but I came away after watching that second half extremely impressed with how they play um, top to bottom. I know they got, you know, between their big three with uh, Flynn, Fagan, um, and then the big guy, um, the transfer from Vanderbilt. Um, you know, they got Matt Mitchell, who's a stud, Shackle uh, from Bishop Montgomery, Keep can shoot it lights out, a couple guys off the bench, um, you know, they they got good, good level of talent there, um, but they, I mean, it's become the standard with, uh, with state basketball, they, they defended at a high level, but even more, um, what I noticed is that every single guy on the, on the court competed, um, extremely hard, um, very unselfish with with their effort. Our teams can be unselfish with the ball, 
but I thought they were extremely unselfish with their effort, giving themselves up um, for their teammates to make extra plays. Um, I don't think you see that very often when you do. It's usually in a um, uh, a higher quality team, a top level team. Um, so I mean, obviously undefeated. Uh, last weekend we're projected uh, as a number one seed out east. Um, I don't know necessarily what that would mean for them. Obviously, madness um, comes down to a couple of factors, and the first one is always matchups, matchups, matchups. Um, and so, again, it all it all kind of depends on how that plays out for them. Luck of the draw, but I think they're going to make a, a pretty significant run here. I would guess at least Sweet Sixteen. Feels like they got a little bit of a, a chip on their shoulder as well. Um, kind of use that as motivation, but um, definitely a fun team to watch. Rooting for them. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, let's see. Next topic here. Um, we're going to talk about. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, a controversial topic, so to speak. Um, we're going to touch on a little bit. Um, Kevin Durant, still in the news. Burner account, leaving Oklahoma City, which, by the way, was, geez, almost <laughs> almost four years ago, about four years ago now. So uh, I think we can all move past it, um, whether you like him or not. Decision has been, <laughs> has been done with. Like, it's been made. Who cares? He's on another team now. Um, like, let it go, right? Um, but his comments that really struck me, and I, and I did a little bit of research here. Um, the comment he had, um, or the quote that's kind of resurfacing of late, was that he played with athletes only um, and nobody that was skilled. Um, so, I did a little research here. Um, went back to look at the rosters of the Oklahoma City Thunder from 2011-2012 season to his last season, which ended up being in 2015-16. to 16. Um, Now, I'm not going to try and go super deep into the context here of what maybe Kevin Durant was trying to say, um, which is probably not fair of me to do, but I want to look at specifically that quote saying that he only played with athletes, didn't play with guys who were, who were skilled. Um, so um, starting with that 2011-2012 season, um, some names that stuck out to me, obviously Westbrook, who in my mind, fits into a little bit of both of those categories. I think he's talented, but he's also talented because of his athleticism. Just adds on to that, so that's kind of a wash for me. Uh, Harden was on that team. Now, Harden back then wasn't the Harden that we know now, but he is extremely skilled, right? That's a, that's a guy who's maybe the most skilled guy in the league. Even back then, he was skilled. Um, so, strike one, Kevin Durant. Um, 
Abaka was on that team, a young Abaka. Again, obviously not the same type of player that he is now. Um, more of an athlete. Um, so I'll kind of give Kevin Durant that one. But that guy was a difference maker um, for them kind of in those this time frame for the Thunder. Um, and then two guys that uh, I think were more skilled than athletes. Um, first guy is Reggie Jackson. Um, obviously, <clears throat> he's made a decent career for himself. Guy who can score has really blossomed the last few years of his career. Um, I believe this was his rookie year, so I don't know that he was as skilled or talented. Um, so uh, that's probably more of a Kevin Durant um, side uh, win on that on that issue there. Um, but the other guy. Um, who we all kind of, who I forgot about at least, was a guy named Eric Maynard from VCU. Now, um, I think this was his rookie year as well, um, but that guy was definitely not an athlete. That guy was skilled, and kind of his short, before that significant injury, basically career-ending, um, guy was playing big minutes in big situations. Um, and he was a skilled guy. He's not an athlete. Point guard, very heady and skilled. So um, I, and if, if I were to judge each year, I would say that Kevin was, was wrong on that year. Um, we move on to the next year, 2012-2013. Westbrook's there. Harden's there. Abaka's still there. Maynard's still there. Jackson's still there. So those guys are still there. Plus Kevin Durant, it's a pretty skilled team, a good balance there. Um, and then you add a guy by the name of Kevin Martin, the gunslinger, right? If you think that guy's not talented, then you're a little bit crazy. So again, if I'm giving 2011-2012 uh, an edge to the talented over athletic side, then I'm for sure going to give that 2012-2013, same edge when you add a Kevin Martin. Um, so, Kevin Durant's 0 for 2 so far. Uh, next year, 13-14, no Harden. So that's a big, uh, that's a big uh, uh, subtraction for the talented argument there. Um, but guys that are still there. Um, we're going to go uh, Abaka's still there, Westbrook's still there, Jackson's still there. I think 2012-2013 was Maynard's last year before he got hurt. Um, so he's not on the team anymore. Um, and basically they replaced James Harden with Karan Butler. So um, at that point in his career, not the Karan Butler of let's say the Miami Heat days or the Wizard days <coughs> but still more talented guy than athletic guy not as not to the level that he was but um, he fits into that category looking back on that team I'll probably side with Kevin on that argument um, that's probably more team of athletes than necessarily really talented guys um then we go to 14-15, um, Abaco, Westbrook, Jackson, DJ Augustine, um, 
decently talented guy. Um, not a real um, big time contributor, um, but solid. Uh, Steven Adams is on that team. He, I would put him under the athlete category. Um, but Dion Waiters, uh, guy's a head case, no doubt about that. Maybe a cancer as well, but talented. Guy's talented. Um, I don't know, that one's hard for me, that team. Um, I'd probably cite more athlete than talented, um, but that one's kind of on the line, I think. Um, not as talented as I would say the first two years that we looked at, but more talented than the year before. Um, <clears throat> 15 16. Kevin's last year, um, not talented at all. Um, so I kind of get where Kevin's coming from. Um, there, Waiters, Westbrook, Augustine, Abaca. I mean, at this point, Abaca's getting more and more talented, so more and more skilled doing different things. Um, so that helps my argument there. Um, but, again, you're looking at those are the main guys, not really something to write at home about. So I get, I get where Kevin's coming from. I, don't, I still don't think he's accurate in his statement. I don't think it's fair to say, you know, that he had no one else around him. I mean, so I think Kevin can take that argument and put it on his burner account and burn the both of them. Kevin, move on. Get over it. No one cares anymore. It's done. Your legacy is what it is. Champion, MVP, finals MVP. You got all that, right? That's what you wanted. You got it. Got to deal with the consequences. That's fine. But they can't take it away from you. So let it go. Who gives a rat's behind? Um, I'm a little fired up right now. That got me going. So we're going to start the bus here. Last segment. Kind of get you going on your way um, for this Friday morning get you ready for a little Friday beers. Um, I hope you're not a Knicks fan because I'm about to bash the Knicks like Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco right now because the Knicks are an absolute freaking train wreck. I don't know how they've won so many games this year. Dolan, you need to... I don't even know who the mayor of New York is. What is it? It's not Giuliani. Whatever. Whoever it is needs to make an executive order and kick his butt out of New York. Guy is all over the place, kicking out legends, burning bridges with the fan base. What direction are they going in? What are they doing? They hired this guy for to help enhance the, the image, help turn it around. He goes on first take excited, pumped up, saying some things. Maybe he shouldn't have said, who knows. Then they released a statement saying he basically was out of line. He shouldn't have said those things. And on that same statement, he's agreeing with it. What the heck is going on? Who's running that, who's running that organization? I feel bad if I was a Knicks fan. Man, that sucks for you guys. Holy crap. Promises of Zion... Kyrie, Kevin Durant, that sucks. Not happening. Kyrie and KD are in 
Brooklyn. So close, but no cigar. Someone kicked Dolan out of the office. Get, get him out of there. The thing that sucks is they're valued as the second wealthiest franchise in the NBA at four point something billion dollars. So he's not going anywhere. Just sucks for the Knicks fans. Sucks for basketball. Get this clown out of the office. Get the Joker back in Gotham. I'm out. Have a good Friday. Happy Valentine's Day.